Here on 106.9 Tune FM, Zoe joining you for your Friday morning. And I am incredibly blessed to be joined in the studio by Gwen Stubeck, one of the psychologists at Counselling and Psychological Services here at UNE. And we're going to talk a little bit about good mental health for 2020. Hi, Zoe. Thanks very much for inviting me to come up. Um, yeah, it's a really great topic to start talking about, particularly early on in the year, to get people to take a bit of a proactive approach to looking after themselves. Um in thinking about what main points I wanted to cover, the first one that comes to mind that's affecting everybody at the moment, I guess, is um, on that environmental level of stress yeah, um, of and how drought and bushfires are affecting people either directly or indirectly just from you know being in a town that's surrounded by smoke and dust and um, the sad legacy that that leaves. A lot of uh, students that I speak to... Um, can sometimes look overlook the impact that actually has on them. So if they're yeah. not from an agricultural background or they're not directly impacted, but yet they feel something's off, um, very often it just comes back to that sense that as humans we are still animals and so we have an inherent connection to nature. And so things like waking up and seeing smoke or feeling you've got a sore throat or um, you know being restricted in the water that you can use um, or just looking at the news every day and being saturated by these really sad stories, it really triggers our biophilic connection, which is our connection to nature. And so something as simple as trying to, I guess, reorient your focus so you're not just getting a negative environmental message all the time, but you're really aware of those things that maybe say that change is coming. Um, you know, so for example, being very aware when we have an unexpected shower in the afternoon and really immersing yourself in that experience of what the rain sounds like and smells like and feels like and reminding yourself that that's a, you know, a really, a really big blessing at the moment. Um, things like if you can get down to the town pool and go for a swim um, or even if you're lucky enough to be able to plan a holiday in a space that's not so affected those things have a very big impact on us psychologically and so trying to factor that in um, and plan ahead for that positive reorientation can be a really important thing in terms of your general overall well-being. Um, in terms of gearing up for a new year, particularly a new academic year, it's very important to remind people too to think about balance. Um, we yep. often have very big picture goals <laughs> and yep. the busier we are, the bigger those goals can be. But trying to sort of, yes, be aware of the big picture, but also zoom your focus back into sort of a bit more of a weekly or daily focus of what things you can get done in that time um, can just help to ease some of the overwhelming factors that can go on there. So challenging yourself to think about what can I do this week? What can I do today? Um, and really visualising the steps involved. So not just thinking, okay, I've got to get, you know, that assignment done or I need to get this job done around the house. Really breaking it down into parts that are small enough to visualise. Um, and sometimes I suggest often imagining you were leaving instructions for somebody else to do it who didn't have any awareness of that. So it's so specific and so um, uh, manageable that you can definitely get it done. Um, the other thing think about a lot and particularly in an academic world is that we're very prone to think about things logically that we think about our thoughts and we're aware of yeah. our tasks and we stay very much in that lane but often it means we neglect our emotional needs so really taking the time on a regular basis just to check in and think about how am I traveling emotionally if I had to use those emotional words what would I label my current experience as yeah um if it's hard for you to identify that in yourself, even think about asking somebody, you know, somebody who knows you quite well or who um, you think has a good sense of your general sense of um, person and asking them how they think you're tracking. 
because the more that you can name your emotional experience, the more you can do about it. So if you actually all of a sudden unveil the fact that you actually are feeling really anxious and you hadn't realised it, um, it puts it more into a practical focus versus just a general feeling of being really strung out and not knowing why. So Yeah, I I for one sometimes tend to get a lot really stressed and anxious, but it builds up over a number of days and it's usually like other people that know me really well that sort of check in first and be like, you probably know you're feeling like this, but yep. you just haven't considered it yet. Or you haven't given yourself permission to do it. So yeah. it's only through them actually pointing it out that you're like, oh, okay, actually this is affecting other people or yeah. if they're noticing <laughs> it, maybe now's the time to try and you know invest in some change there so and that's a regular thing that's not just a one-off that we do you know it shouldn't just be with new year's resolutions that we think okay this year (laughs) I will be less anxious um we need to make the effort to do that regularly um and in a proactive way as well to sort of think okay perhaps if you're gearing up for something that you know will be stressful um you know as we get close to exam time for example try and just check in and develop a bit of a threshold for yourself and think what's normal for you now how will I know if I need to you know invest a bit more time in managing myself there yeah and um, I guess on that too like it's perfectly normal to get a little bit anxious around exam time yes. but knowing when that is maybe too much for you normally or yeah. you know it's starting to affect the study that you're being able to do. Yes exactly and that's again that proactive sense of what's normal for me what's normal for me won't be what's normal for the next person um, but being aware ahead of time what it is that you you know generally operate in and how you'd know if things got out of whack. Um so don't assume it will just happen is my biggest advice there because yeah. people often have that sense that they will just manage and they'll get through because they'll stay in a logical focus but don't assume that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Really make sure that you can stay on top of how you're feeling there. And as much as we plan ahead for the big you know, events in our lives, um, I encourage people to plan ahead for the fun and the relaxation as well. Yeah. So not just don't just think, okay, by the end of this week I need to get this assignment done or I need to have you know, done this at home, to think ahead and think where is my relaxed time this week? Or what things am I anticipating which will be fun in my life? Um, Is it a holiday away or is it just knowing that, you know, once you get that assignment in, you get your evenings back? um, And really, again, visualise that step of thinking what will be so good and how will I know I'm relaxing? How will I know I'm having fun at that time? Um, So planning ahead for those things. We also really encourage students to take a proactive approach to their mental wellbeing and the kind of segues from what we were talking about is to not wait until a crisis is happening to seek support. So if you think, again, if you think about your year or your coming months, if you know there's hot spots, if you know there's things that are coming up which are really going to be tough, um, maybe now's the time to try and implement a bigger support plan. So it might be the time when you do access the CAP service or you do look at accessing other um, things that you know, you know might revigorate your exercise plan or you might sort of think okay I'm going to start to reconnect with friends so that I have that buffer and that protective influence from that connection now's the time to do it Um, you know of course crisis happens and of course sometimes we can't always be aware of that but it's far more effective and far more beneficial for you on the the, um, in the long run to be able to have a proactive approach to managing stress versus a reactive approach Um, so if you can predict those things, planning ahead. Um, the big thing, often, if you, if you find it hard to even know when things will um, flare up, um, I suggest to people is just to track your sleep. Know what's normal for you within a sleep range. Um, you know, for example, are you someone who usually needs at least eight hours to function and all of a sudden you've been skimming that back? Or are you someone who falls asleep, no issue, but all of a sudden you're laying in bed for a couple of hours or you're waking regularly? 
Um, sleep is a very good thermometer for our general overwhelming. I use my sleep a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's inherently connected to mental well-being. So it can be the really good flag that you need um, to tell you, okay, actually, you know what, I didn't know it, but um, I am getting a little bit stressed here. So now's the time to try and um, access some more support. Um, there's some really great, uh, I would not suggest that we rely on apps um, solely for our mental wellbeing, yeah. but they can be great add-ons. So, for example, if you're already accessing a counselling service or if you feel that things are generally okay but you just want some maintenance of that, um, some fantastic apps um, that I would suggest um, are ones that are empirically backed, so making sure you're choosing something that's not just um, you know easily consumable, but do your research. Make sure that it is backed or it has um, some scientific research behind why it's valid. So going through organisations such as Black Dog, um, they have the Snapshot app or the Headgear app, um, which are designed to do general check-ins. They have things like daily reminders um, and prompts just to check in. They can have you know sometimes some fun activities involved or watching short videos just to have that sort of that regular presence. Um, Reach Out is another Australian-based organisation which um, assists with this particular one's called Worry Time and that's for containing anxiety and worry, which is also a helpful method. So, you know, as opposed to just letting it spill out across your day, if you can use this app to sort of contain it and think this is the time when I do ruminate and stress over this stuff but then I turn it off and it's put away, um, the Reach Out Worry Time can be good. And Beyond Blue also have an app called The Check-In um, and that's designed mostly for concerned family or friends. So if you've yeah. got someone that you're worried about, you can use this app to give you some clues, perhaps what questions to ask or how you can sort of be that healthy um, support person for somebody. So there's some great resources which if you, you know, if you feel like you just want to have that proactive approach or just a bit of a top up, there's some ones that I'd recommend you download and they're free. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I guess in the day of technology, you know, everyone's got their phone on them. It's great to have something like, I guess, so close. Um, But for uh, a couple of questions, uh, what would you recommend um, for new students starting next year? Of course, like with the drought and everything, it's not going to be as easy as it used to be starting. Um, What advice would you give new students starting off um, in Try One next year, this year? This year, yes, which is coming up very quickly. I think that proactive approach is really relevant. So sort of thinking ahead of time, you know, what what's my threshold? What am I anticipating will be stressful? What am I anticipating will be fantastic about starting? Am I an outgoing social person? So establishing those connections will be really important for me. So therefore investing that time. Am I someone who likes to be very organised? So making sure that you have your timetable and you make connections with your lecturers and you know where you've got to go on campus. Um, or if you're studying online, making sure that you've got a bit of a time management idea already. Um, so evaluating your own personal preference and making sure yep. that you actually do that consciously rather than unconsciously and letting it drift. Um, we would always encourage students if they felt it would be relevant to contact our service for a session. Um, we offer, um, if it, it, we deal with a vast range of mental health concerns. So if it's something that you have a pre-existing condition of, certainly establish contact with us so we can offer early support. As a side note to that, if you already have a diagnosed condition, consider getting registered with Access and Inclusion. Um, And that's a really relevant one. Sometimes we have people who come straight from school to uni and they were getting a lot of support at school, but then they sort of didn't think it transferred to uni. So if you can make sure that you register with Access and Inclusion, very often they can do the same allowances that you had at school. So um, providing support around if you've got reading, writing issues, if you have a diagnosed mental health um, disorder, if you have any other impairment that may affect your study, there's a huge range of allowances they can make so that 
registration process early on, again, is really important. Um, but if they want to access a service, uh, sorry, an appointment with us, we can do face-to-face or phone appointments or Zoom, so online. Um, that could be for something just about study readiness. So we offer study gym appointments um, and that can be a really good way just to think, okay, how do I adapt to a tertiary study environment? Um, and sometimes it unearths other things that they might not have been aware of too. So it can be a really proactive approach. To book an appointment with us, um, we encourage students to just call our reception, um, which is on 02 um, and yeah, make sure that they get that locked in early in the trimester, even before the trimester starts, if they find that's, yeah. that's going to be helpful. Um, but yeah, time management and that proactive awareness of what is going to be in your best interests or what supports you might need is probably where we suggest you start. Study doesn't happen in a vacuum. So all the preparation in the world can get you, you know, definitely um, have quite a few steps into having a successful year. Um, but of course, some things do come up that we can't expect. So also giving yourself that permission that, okay, this is my best endeavour to get started off on the right foot. But if things don't go well, that's okay as well. It's not a disaster. There's a lot of support out there to help you patch it up. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a lot of... Um I, for one, am going to be a college leader next year. Um, and we've been through a lot of the training. <laughs> it's, it's a, I'm very excited, but also very nervous. Yeah. Um, but I know there's like obviously a lot of other college leaders out there that haven't done this before. Um, what would your advice be to like the, the college leaders starting next year? And like what advice could you offer them in terms of like looking after the, helping them look after other people? Balance is probably the first thing that comes to mind. I'm very much empathetic to that. I've been a college leader myself and so I understand the complexities of that. And um, very often at the beginning of the year we see college leaders start off with the best intentions in the world. They're very bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. They have this absolute commitment to do the best by the people around them, but the person they forget is themselves. Um, So going into it knowing that you are going to need to be very active in looking after yourself alongside everybody else is important. So consider where you're up to with your study you know are you stepping into a postgraduate year or a more senior year of study which is going to be more complex for you um, when again are your hot spots in the year do you have like a thesis that's going to be due or do you have some really challenging exams um, what is your capacity there on a welfare role you know are you someone who's got a natural inclination to be very empathetic and engaged with students or are you going to find that more challenging to think honestly about what your style is um, and every style has a role as a leader it's not to say that one's better than the other but just to think ahead of time you know what will be my preference and how will I know if I'm coping with that or how do I know if I'm squeezing myself into a box that doesn't fit so well Um, We work a lot with college leaders and so we do say come on for a session even if you think it's not something you're personally struggling with but you've got a really complex student that you might be trying to support or a complex scenario. Um, We're more than happy to look at a session individually or coming into the college and working with your leadership team um, together. And we find that again that proactive approach is far better than a reactive one. So the more that we can come in and give you some suggestions about having those helpful conversations or looking after your own needs, um, the more that is a preventative and a um, sustainable role for you as a leader. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess um, in terms of sort of trying to pack everything that we've just talked about, which has been a lot and it's been great, into sort of one small small sort of package, it's sort of a more um, proactive and sustainable approach to mental health for 2020 and just sort of... um, attempting to get as many ducks as you can in a row yeah absolutely you've got it in one that proactive approach not panicking if it doesn't go to plan and not sort of thinking that that's indicative of it all being a disaster that you know there's a lot of 
repair that can be happening. Um, but also probably just, again, that role of connection. So looking at connections to services like ours, professional services, but connections to the world around you on an environmental level, on a social level and on a personal level. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us today. I'm sure that there's a lot that can be taken out of this from everyone. Um, is there any... Um social media or anything for CAPS that perhaps students can follow? We don't have our own social media yet. Um, it's something that might be in the works next year. Um, but we certainly encourage students to reach out and contact us either through um, emailing student counselling um, or calling us if we can be of any assistance. Yeah, fantastic. And I know that um, the UNE website also has all the links yep. to your information and what you guys offer. Well, thank you so much, Gwen, for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problems. Coming up next, all in your student powered radio walk me home by pink here for your friday there's something in the way you roll your eyes takes me back to a better time when i saw everything is good but now you're the only thing that's good Trying to stand up on my own two feet This conversation ain't coming easily And darling, I know it's getting 